Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras episode number 102. Have you ever wondered why some people are successful at running ultras while others aren't? Why some people have to try and try and try and try and try to hit their goals and others just sort of swoop in and nail it on the first go around? Maybe you've even experienced this firsthand. I have a hypothesis on why this is. And this specific hypothesis is something that I have experimented with on myself and with my clients for the last few years. And most of them don't even know that they've been part of this experiment, (laughs) but it's all good. So my hypothesis goes like this. Being good at the basics makes you advanced. Meaning, if you execute on the basic quote-unquote stuff of run training consistently, then you will be able to achieve advanced results regardless of your experience level. Make sense? So keeping all of that in mind, it begs the question, well, what the hell are the basics? Megan, what are you talking about? And I've talked about these before, but it bears repeating. I define the basics as in no official order, but kind of in an official order, (laughs) doing a daily shakedown, proactively scheduling your time, following a customized training plan for you and your goals, training consistently throughout the plan, including strength and mobility, feeding yourself high quality food, prioritizing rest and recovery, including high quality sleep every night, actively managing your mindset and establishing habits and strategies that are highly repeatable. Now, I believe that if you don't take the time to do these basic things, then you have no business <laughs> layering on more complex training and training protocols. Stuff that sort of falls in the category of super high mileage weeks, run workouts with complex heart rate objectives or time splits or intervals or tempo paces, run calendars that are jam-packed with races like week over week over week, intricate and often sometimes challenging nutrition protocols, for example, intermittent fasting, and even something as like seemingly simple as two-a-day workouts, you have no business layering on any of that stuff until you can do the things that we talked about before. Now, why is that? Well, just for the basic reason that you haven't built a solid foundation yet that would allow you to layer on those more advanced things. And it makes a lot of sense, but some of you are listening to this and Maybe you're disagreeing with me, but most of you are probably listening and thinking, yes, like you're shaking your head in agreement. You can even clearly see the holes in your foundation. Maybe even as I was reading through that list, you're like, yes, no, oh shit, I got to work on that, (laughs) right? Like maybe you are actually able to very clearly pull back and look at your whole training and see those holes. And maybe even that you're working on those right now. And you know that they're holding you back. So if this is you, if you can sort of see those holes and you're actively working to fix them, I want to give you a big virtual high five. Some of you might be listening to this and thinking, "Mm, 
I don't know, like, I wonder if this is why I haven't been able to dot, 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 insert your goal here, whatever that might be. And I think that's a great question to ask yourself. Why haven't I been able to hit my goal? And I would encourage you to do a deep dive into this, you know, remove all the distractions, go sit someplace, get a cup of coffee or whatever, and like sit and really think about this, maybe even make some notes and see what you come up with. However, I want to just say, be careful with this question because some people will immediately go to the place of blame. They will abdicate all responsibility for their results and blame other people or situations for whatever happened to them. So just remember, as you're going through this, you're fully responsible for the decisions that you make around those circumstances and therefore you're responsible for the results. So just keep an ear out for any of that sort of blame that might come up as you go through this process. Now, others of you might disagree with me 100% on this, and that's fine. You are, you're definitely entitled to your opinion. But if this is you, I would over and above encourage you to do this analysis. It's almost like a little, like a SWOT analysis. If any of you guys come from the land of corporate or business, where you do a strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats analysis. And I'm actually going to do an episode on this coming up soon. So just take a look at how you're doing in all of those areas that I mentioned. So we'll, we'll run through them again just so that they're top of mind for you. Doing a daily shakedown, prioritizing your time and proactively scheduling it, following a customized training plan that takes into account you, your circumstances, and your goals. Training consistently throughout the plan. A whole nother episode coming up on that as well. That includes strength and mobility, feeding yourself high-quality food, prioritizing rest and recovery, including high-quality sleep every night, actively managing your mindset and establishing habits and strategies that are highly repeatable. I mean, honestly, you guys, if you do nothing other than this... This is going to yield amazing results. And spoiler alert, this is a lot of what we go through in Run Your First 50K, but we go way in depth on it. And then I coach you on your specific situations on how to overcome the obstacles and the challenges that you might face along the way, either sort of thinking forward or you're actively going through it at the time that you actually go through the training. So if you do this, give yourself a score on a scale of one to 10 and side note, you cannot use the number seven. (laughs) I used to hate it when people would say that to me, like give yourself a score on a scale of one to 10, but don't use seven because seven's actually my favorite number. (laughs) So I would like automatically gravitate towards seven, but you can't use seven because it's just a cop out. It's, it's the comfortable, safe place. You're like not doing shitty, but you're also not doing great. And you can just be okay with a seven. I personally can't be okay with a six, but if I don't really feel like I've earned an eight, then I know I need to do some work. Okay. So don't use seven. If you do this, I would be really interested to hear how you score yourself. So either send me an email or drop me a DM or make a post about it and tag me on social media, specifically on Instagram so that I see it. Um, And if you're in the Run Your First 50K Facebook group, we're going to do a whole thing on this. And I want to hear what you guys do give yourself as a score. Okay. Now be honest also with yourself on this one, just like I was saying, you know, don't 
cop out and try to use a seven. Be honest. Fudging the numbers to make yourself feel better in the moment when you're doing that analysis won't get you the results that you're after in the long run. No pun intended. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to do a whole episode on how to evaluate yourself in these areas so that you know what your strengths and weaknesses are, as well as where the opportunities lie for you to get better and what threats are potentially lurking out there just waiting to trip you up. Because if you don't know what you don't know, then it makes it difficult to anticipate for the future. So if you're listening to this and you're not sure where to start, like you're all in on this idea of doing this analysis and you're looking at that list and you're like, I have no idea where to start, or you have no idea how to evaluate yourself in these areas. Like I said, no worries. I've got you covered. Just be sure that you're subscribed to the show so that you don't miss that episode when it comes out. I'm not exactly sure when I'm going to do that one, but it's coming in the future. Okay. So just stay with me here. And, um, This SWOT analysis is going to be a big component of my upcoming program, Off-Season Rx. So I mentioned that I'm working on something to help you guys for the off-season, and it's almost done. This is it. It's called Off-Season Rx. And I'm pumped about this program because there's going to be two levels to it. I spent a lot of time thinking about, okay, how can I best help you guys? And like I said, there's two levels. Some of you guys I know like to DIY stuff. And so that's going to be level one. You want to just have the thing and do it on your own. So there's, there's going to be a level for that. Level two is for those of you guys that like to be a part of a group. You want to get additional resources, coaching and accountability. Okay. So more to come on this on Friday. So keep your ears peeled for that. And if you're on my email list, you'll actually get first crack at signups. And if you're not on there already, but you'd like to be, you can either shoot me an email at megan at megan-school.com or DM me on Instagram and I will make sure that you're on there. You're not going to want to miss out on this one. Super fun. I'm like really excited about it. Uh, I am racing like mad to put everything together and to get it out there to you ASAP. So bear with me. I am a one woman show. literally. (laughs) Okay. And actually on that note, if uh, any of you guys are virtual assistants or know some kick-ass VAs, please, please, please send them my way. It's something that I've been thinking about doing for a while and it's so hard to vet people. So I trust you guys. If you are a VA or you know of a good VA, you make use of one, please send them my way. All right. I appreciate it. I appreciate your suggestions in advance. (laughs) All right, you guys, that's all I have for this episode. Just a friendly reminder to never underestimate the power of the basics because those are actually the things that will give you the most advanced results. Enjoy this beat and I'll see you all soon. (music) 